And hello, football fans. It's Tuesday afternoon, and that means it's near post time. And we're talking football across the Australian Community Broadcasting Network. I'm Aaron Walker, and with me are usual accomplices, Paddy Bordier. How are you, Paddy? Hey, very good. Uh, ready to go. And both Nicks. So we've got Nick Amys. How are you? Oh, not too bad. I'm an Arsenal supporter, so I'm a bit, oh. bit engraving this today. So I'm, I'm sure so I'll move Nick on. Thompson is as well. Move on, shall I? I'm, uh, Nick I'm inspired to- by Emerton versus Kill. It's going to sustain me through the six weeks till the start of the eight league. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, coming up in the next half hour, we've got all the football news. Emerton signing Soccer Rude World Cup qualifiers coming to Canberra. And uh, always, if you want to contact us, just get us on the email, flanagan.amon at gmail.com or we're on nearpost.blogspot.com on iTunes or we're at Halftime Heroes as well. And as always, guys, we have a show dedication and uh, this week I've got two. Paddy, this is your work, isn't it? I believe mm-hmm. so. Well, yeah, well, I believe, yes, <laughs> is the correct answer. They're, two, the, they're two young Australian it's football the young guns starlets. Yes, uh, starlets. The, the, the phrase young guns applies here. Okay, and uh, we've got Chris Hurd Villa man of the match. Yeah, incredible stuff. So mm. it's been a while since Australia's had an English Premier League player not in soccer is, but uh, it's good good news. Yep, and uh, it's, I think okay, it's good news that he was man of the match, but he appears to be a key part of that team now. And really, Unless, wasn't that the first time he started? <laughs> um, well, no, because he was starting to make some uh, inroads into it last season. Okay, so no. here's to hoping that he plays a lot more regularly this season. Well, they've sold the guy who was playing yeah. in front. Lee Kelly's gone to yeah. QPR, so. He should be playing a bit more often. And uh, Tommy Orr over in the Netherlands. Mm. Tommy Orr! Goal. First goal for the club. All of a sudden, he's just turned up since the Under-20 World Cup and decided to play. Got overlooked for the Socceroos squad. (laughs) Going nuts. And uh, as always, we have a quiz, guys, and this week's question relates to the Socceroos squad for the Thailand match coming up this week on Friday. And the question is, how many of the players in the squad have at one stage played for Brisbane slash Queensland Raw? Who Ooh, wants to have a crack? Who's, who's played for Australia's Barcelona? Well, Nick, give me one. Let's start oh, it off with I, one. I, oh, Matt McKay's the obvious one. It is. I, I reckon the number's six, but I don't know how I'd get there. It's just yeah, I, I go head. with six as well. Six? Okay. Anyone else? Nick? Well, you've got Mackay, obviously, Robbie mm. Cruz, Matt, um, Michael Zullo, Tommy... Oh, no, not Tommy Orr. What am I thinking? Adam Taroda. <laughs> yep. Then Oganovsky. And who was the last one? Luke DeVere. Luke, Luke, Luke DeVere. There, there you go. There you go. So how many, guys, how many of those are going to get game time, guys? We know Matt McKay will. Any of the yeah. others? Uh, mm, maybe maybe uh, the Ogmonster. Maybe Taroda is a sub or... But I think Oganovsky's a chance. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, moving on, we'll get into uh, some of the topics and... Uh, no, actually, we've got the news. Let's what go to the news. Play the news music. Do we have any of that? No, we don't have news. Uh, we'll we'll get get news music. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, that or uh, somebody loses the bet and has to sing. We'll kick off with uh, Matt McKay, who this week has hailed the free reign handed to the Socceroos by coach Holger Ostick on the eve of its campaign to steal a third successive Good, good move, Matt. Whenever you're in your team, mm, make sure you praise the coach. Yeah, I like him for what he does. <laughs> Which is give me a game. <laughs> Tommy Orr opened his goal-scoring account, as we mentioned, for you directing their 3-1 win in the Eindavisa over a local rival, Joda Roda JC. I think he also provided an assist, mm. to use American terminology, but it certainly shows how involved he was. struggling a bit at the start of the season, I think. So yeah. Maybe this will cement your spot. 
And uh, other soccer is Adam Sarota and Michael Zullo were unused subs in that same game. Now, Aston Villa manager Alex McLeish has lavished praise of young soccer, young Australian and uh, near-post dedicatee <laughs> Chris Hurd after he mm. put in a man-of-the-match performance in Saturday's nil-nil draw with Wolverhampton in the Premier League. Hurd, 22, was, was handed just his second Premier League start. Good news there. Mm-hmm. Josh, Kente- Josh Kennedy continued on his le- red-hot form in Japan with uh, Nagoya, finding the net in a 4-1 win over Vorna Fort. Yeah. Well, it's 16 goals now, is it? No, it's, it's something ridiculous. It's now, I'm not a uh, betting person. Or, uh, I don't mind the odds and the probability of it. <laughs> but a uh, little bit of money Kennedy's way in terms of uh, opening a scoring against Thailand, I think is a reasonable bet. You wouldn't, you okay. wouldn't go too far wrong, right? Yeah. Okay. And uh, Shane Lowry, another Aston Villa youngster, is reportedly wanted by at least half a dozen championship clubs. Uh, those a uh, couple of names being thrown around: uh, Ipswich Town, Cardiff City, Middlesbrough. Decent clubs. Mm. Yeah, I'm. I'm wary of the rumours when they say they've been linked, and I, I wonder if it's his agent really pumping that up. That's quite yeah. possible. But if he was to go, I'd like to see him link up with Rhys Williams at Middlesbrough. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be nice. good for Australia. That'd be good. Okay. Yeah, a team that's maybe got a chance of promotion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, uh, that'll be useful. Okay, uh, uh, moving on to Matildas now with a uh, mm. game coming up against China this week, I think it is. And striker Sam Kerr has been ruled out of the 2012 London Olympic Games Asian Qualification Tournament after sustaining a serious knee injury at training. That's no good. No, uh, it, and especially um, considering that this, this tournament's going to require the full squad, that's it, not a good start by the Matildas. No, maybe talk about it later, but... I think I think their biggest weaknesses are at the back rather than in the oh. strike force. Yes. Now, Brisbane Roar have signed striker Berset Bashina from a German side Armenia Bielfield on a one-year deal. I'm sure I got that name wrong, but apparently he's an exciting player. Uh, not really. Oh, really? You're no. not excited? No. No? His team finished your dead last. His bias? team finished dead last in the a- German second division, so obviously he didn't score that many goals. I've got a friend who's seen him play a few times and thinks he was by far the best player in that team. Mm. All right. Yeah, his yeah. anecdote beats yours. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got to come to the table with better anecdotes. I don't have stats. Anyway. No, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go with Nick Jr. on this. Okay. So he knows his stuff, and uh, let's track it through the season. Okay. Well, I'm not going to force my point too hard. I've never even seen the bloke. So. <laughs> no, no, that's it. You're committed. You're as big as fan. <laughs> but while we're on Brisbane Roar, there's also a bit of speculation getting around that they're about to uh, make uh, a bit of a big name signing. Not, not in the Kewl or Emmett yeah, uh, ballpark, say, but, uh, but, but, a reason, but a reasonably <laughs> decent name and to someone they think can... Uh, <laughs> someone Andrew Postacoglu thinks can fill the Matt McKay shoes. Really? Anyone? Hmm. I, I opened the floor to wild speculation. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, I've got nothing. What? Carney? Oh, no, he said, uh, your speculation's not wild. Okay. Just a little bit disappointed. What, what about a guy called coming. Danny Invincible, who's from Brisbane, currently has no club and just finished playing in Scotland? Ooh. And is a great name from to go Brisbane. with headlines. Yeah, he's not much of a replacement for Matt McKay yeah. as well. In terms he's of 32 oh, years know. of age as well. So. He's a, look, I don't, I'm not saying he's not a good player, but he's not a creative player I'm to thinking, the extent that Mackay is. I'm thinking it's probably going to be like a South American, even though they all say mm. it's an Australian. What about Hernandez? He's, uh, well, right now, uh, wondering he, about what he's going to be doing for Melbourne. I'd Victor. love Rukovic. Love Rukovic. Oh, oh that, that's not, yeah. That's, Nathan Burns, yeah, another one uh, maybe yeah, possibly in the fray. That'd be fun yeah. too. Huh? Anyway, Melbourne Heart FC has been held to a 2-2 draw by the Wellington Phoenix during the final leg of the Westpac Community Festival, Football Festival in Shepparton. 2-2 draw. Anyone see either of those two teams challenging for the... Uh, Phoenix for the title. No, I, no. I, I says, oh, well, maybe Melbourne Heart. Um, yeah, Melbourne Heart have been mm-hmm. more active in recruiting. Fred, yeah. they get the team Fred and De Gansic, and, and I, I put it, I look, I think with Melbourne Heart, it, 
it's taken them a little while to gel. And I think those players have played together for a bit now. There's there's some way to go for Melbourne. Huh? Yeah, and mm-hmm. apparently Jason Hoffman has scored almost 30 goals in this preseason. So could he translate that into elite form? We don't know, but... Yeah. Yeah. Right. Perth Clove produced a convincing performance convincing. in the international friendly against Al Ali, <laughs> despite conceding a late equaliser in the 1-1 draw on Tuesday night, so uh, some convincing form pre-season for them. I'm convinced. You're convinced? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, hard to argue with form like yeah. that. I'm coming with my Perth Glory t-shirt for the rest of the season. Someone we're less convinced about is the Gold Coast, who have struggled to find the cutting edge up front in training matches, most notably when they were held to just one goal in two draws against New Calid- the New Caledonian national team, one of the powerhouses of World international football. I fear we may see the uh, Gold Coast heading straight for the wooden spoon and staying there early on. I wouldn't mm. speak too quickly. Miran Bilderberg mm. reckons that Dylan McAllister will be their club saviour. Yeah. Mm. He yet to, he's yet to start training and did not convince me at the Mariners or the Phoenix. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. interesting. New Adelaide United arrival John McCain has been named the Reds captain for the upcoming Hia League season. John McCain just joined the club. Uh, know, it's going to be a bit harsh on the likes of Cassio and that goalkeeper. Jalekovic has done some stuff, that goalkeeper. He's done some stuff, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I have issues with that. Like, even Sydney didn't announce Hamilton as the captain, so... Mm. Gold Coast United have moved two full-time players back onto youth contracts to make room for the arrival of two Eritrean players declared refugees by it the might federal be government. Eritrean, okay, there you go. <laughs> International defenders Sammy, uh, Nick, Ames. please, <laughs> Sammy and Ambers. <laughs> Good boy. Hey? Two players have been given FFA permission to join the Gold Coast and will not be counted in the foreign quotas. Uh, bit of a wild card there. Yeah. I um, love this story. I'm good with this stuff. I, I, you know, give them a chance. So the, the ruling is apparently that because these two players have been uh, accepted as legitimate referee refugees into mm. Australia, they've in effect surrendered their Eritrean passports, so they're without a country. So right. they are by default Australian. That's really interesting. Um, they must be okay. You wouldn't have picked them up they for nothing. They must be okay. You know, they might, might find something there. Go to the Gold Coast. We have a bit more news, guys, but I think I'm getting a bit bored of news. I think we might move right. on to uh, some of the meatier stuff. Yep. And uh, the uh, elephant in the room today is uh, the big signing. Oh. Sydney <laughs> FC. Love it. Yeah. Now, Nick, ah, you were speculating to I've me just it. five minutes before we went to air that this may be the greatest player ever to take grace an A-League field. The Tell us about that. Greatest, <laughs> the greatest player in terms of... Current condition. Current condition when he comes to the A-League. What? So you're putting him above no, fuel. That's, that's, that's what you're saying for the, yep. uh, for the purpose of height. What about Kalina? No. Kalina... Uh, Emerson's on a different level to Kalina, yeah, really? I think. Yeah. No, I think Kalina's I think, a better I think player. Kalina in his prime would have been a dominant player in the A-League. But Kalina, bone on bone on his knee... Well, I think what Emerton brings is intense work ethic. Like, he's up and down that wing like crazy. Uh, And wherever they decide to play him in terms of uh, impact, I think is what you're going to see is consistency. You're going to see him playing almost every game. Mm. What about a guy like Marcos Flores that really knew how to pick up the game by the scruff of the Thomas Bruch. And uh, and Thomas Bruch, who Mm. can really control the game and win it on their own practically. Do you think Emerton will be something like that or more of a consistent contributor? No. Consistent. I think they'll yeah. be a much better team because of him, but he won't be as spectacular as a guy like. If he's not a consistent performer, you you got to worry which Hamilton you got. Maybe you're signing the wrong. That's all he's done. His career is just he's just a hardworking. He's player. a relentless competitor. Yeah. He, he's, yeah. he's pretty. I mean, he's not crazy creative, and maybe he'll have more opportunities in the A League, bit more space, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh, I think you're just going to see uh, to be he's really dedicated to the team. Really interesting. You know, the Sydney they've addressed a few needs. I think the emphasis is now actually 
heavily on Nicky Carl because they, they're not going to need Nicky Carl to do the grunt work. They've got that covered. It's yeah. who's going to be the creative goal-scoring yeah. force up front. I agree. 442 did a bit on this about the connection between Nicky Carl and Emerton and how they've been good friends forever and ever, yada, yada, yada. Um, but I honestly think that Nick, uh, Emerton, the focus that will be on Emerton and the work rate that he'll put in will open space for Nick. So, Nick, oh. Amy's, I might get your uh, opinion mm. here. Emerton, traditionally, uh, Levixa uses uh, no real wingers. They don't use a lot of width. They use diamond formation, which is very slim-lined towards the centre. How do you feel that... Uh, do you think he'll change his formation for Emerton or do you think he'll fit into the existing uh, existing system? And it's, a diff- it's a difficult question. Like, obviously, there is the option of possibly putting him as, like, an attacking wing-back to get into Bonfort, but then that's pretty... A bit of a waste to what Brett offers as a player. Um, I, I would see him accom- moving his system around to accommodate him. Uh, someone of that status, you wouldn't really want to chuck him in at right back. You want to? Oh, not when they've got Jamie Coyne there, Nick. <laughs> no, what a waste. <laughs> yeah, um, and obviously, yeah, he's he offers so much more attack. Like he has scored some excellent goals for Blackburn. Even just last season, he was scoring some beautiful goals. So maybe putting him in a right wing position would be the best for him. I reckon they'll be uh, asking Everton where he wants to play and then putting him there. Taking yeah. it from there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how's, how's this for something out there? Centre mid. Centre mid? Centre mid. Really? I've, has he ever played? I've never seen him in that position. Before. I've seen him do it on emergency uh, situations, yeah. but uh, mm. I just think if you look at the other centre mids, barring Carl, that are going to sit behind that, what have you got? Moriatsu, McFlynn. Yeah. Mm. I think it's a real weak spot for them. I don't... I understand what you're you're saying, but I'm not... These aren't world beaters. It's a key position. Yeah. I think, yeah, he'll play wherever he wants to. But, yeah, fitting the rest of the team around him when they haven't had a pre-season, I think that'll that'll be a work in progress. But then that'll surely be the same with the victory for their extremely overhyped... Well, can't say over. Well, Extremely attack. Huh? Yeah, yeah. That that first game victory versus Sydney. Yeah, maybe it could be a bit disjointed. Might, might be a few people watching that. Might be a few. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And our guys, we might move on because very exciting news locally here in Canberra, and that's that the uh, full strength Socceroos are on the way. October seven, I think, is the date. It's a friendly penned in against Malaysia to take uh, to take part before an Oman game. Who's excited? Uh, fantastic, stoked. Yep. Okay. I mean, because we are based in Canberra, and I'm sure the Near Post uh, limo will be mm. taking us all to the game. Mm-hmm. So I think we we've got a box near, reserved. Near don't the we? Near Post corporate box. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. That, the FFA does have an issue here because they were planning the Melbourne-Sydney game, I think. Is it for that night or the night before? That's right, and they considered moving it, didn't they? Yeah, I think I think they should move it because, right. you know, they, it's going to be a fantastic start to the A-League. But if, you, if you've if you got, um, well, certainly Emerton, maybe Kill, yeah. uh, not playing, mm. yeah. Mm. Right, last one there does the nerdy run. Okay, mm. and uh, I remember last time they played in Canberra, we got twenty odd thousand people to the game, oh, and, the uh, game. A- and that was with a that squad largely laid up of uh, people I'd never heard of. Yeah. So, uh, what, what kind of uh, crowd reaction can we expect to see here? Uh, it depends how they advertise it. I, I remember a- the, the few games they've had in Canberra; they're really poorly uh, advertised. It. So, mm. depends what the marketing's about. Maybe. Yeah, they won't be the same sort of. Uh, Opposition fans that you get for a Greece game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. No, there's, no. A re- there's a reason they schedule it in Canberra is they don't think that they're going to get major, major crowds and they want to give Canberra a bit of a taste, you know, if you want to mm. apply a cynical sort of Which, lens to it. Look, I'm, I'm completely okay. Yeah, yeah, look, I'll go see it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Okay, you know, we might move on to the Matildas guys. So we're getting somewhat neglected in the uh, all the hype of the kill and the I end. know, it's, it's crazy. They've got a major competition coming up. And, they do. Uh, mm. For the World Cup, and they've got a, a lot of attention. far from easy one as and well. And then now they're getting no TV airtime. And, yeah, it's, they've got a lot of games packed together. Mm. It's all on for Matilda. So they've got a game coming up against China. They've just announced their squad. A couple of key changes from what we saw at the uh, World Cup. And mm-hmm. uh, one of those that uh, stood out for me is Thea Slatcher back. Uh, Thea Slatcher, former Cambria United player, back in the fold. Uh, yeah. Good player. Talking about elephants in the room, we were talking about the uh, when we looked at Matilda's performance, the defence really stood out mm-hmm. in the World mm-hmm. Cup. Mm-hmm. So you know, this is it was, the it uh, was horrible at the, times. Frankly, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty obvious what they need to uh, address. Bit of a bit of experience down back. I don't think would go at all astray. This is going to be a really tough competition. Like the. The Socceroos, you know, playing against Thailand, you know, we should take care of business there. But the Matildas, really, it's barely 50-50 they get through, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, Nick, any uh, any uh, names in the squad which really stand out for you? No, no not, not really, to be quite honest. I mean, I'm obviously um, keen to see how <clears throat> the younger stars have... Um, put, if the younger stars have pushed on after the World Cup and that, that great learning curve for them. But, um, yeah, the main thing is to see how he rotates his squad to win all the ga- or win as many of the games as possible because I think it was, what, five games in 13 days, we were saying, or mm. five games uh, in 18? Something, something crazy like that. That's a lot, yeah. 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 Big, big news for uh, Canberra United's Elise Perry. Not in the squad. Not yeah. in the squad. Yeah. Not in the squad. Despite, no, no, what's your despite theory Despite a there? scorcher of a goal in the World Cup. What's your theory there, Maybe. guys? Because any time I've seen her play, I've always thought personally mm-hmm. that she's been uh, cutting above a lot of the players on the pitch. Her delivery is sensational. I remember watching a Cambria United game and thinking, geez, Socceroos could do with some delivery like that. Right on the spot every time. And it can't be a personality thing because he puts Devanna in the team. Is it possibly yeah. like a conflict of interest with her cricket commitments? I don't think so. I wouldn't. I wouldn't Hope think the biggest season would start this. Like maybe she's just, oh, I don't know, busy. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> she's doing her hair that night. I'm just a bit confused why she's not in there. But yeah, obviously uh, they've clearly practice. decided to shake up the defence. Mm. Okay, and we might move on. It's a bit of a head scratcher for me. What we've been doing over the last few weeks is previewing each A League team as we come into the mm. in, uh, run into the season. It's not like, not that long ago, well, uh, long to go. October seven is the uh, kickoff. October pretty early October. Early mm. October. Yeah, I think it's first week or first week. No, second, second weekend second week of October. Right, because so we- first weekend of October is NRL. Grand final, oh, which right, is why yeah. we're starting the week eight. Uh, um, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, and so Paddy, I hope the height sustains actually, because we've we've hit the peaks of Emerton and Kewl, and we're talking a great deal about it. I mean, obviously we're well, excited, but I'm thinking the greater sort of media needs something else to focus on. Maybe the uh, Brisbane Raw signing. Having having yeah. actually Kewl and Emerton in the country would be a good start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring that <laughs> on. I reckon that'll help. With Get the some actual TV photos time. of them at the grounds, other than yeah. those doctored ones. <laughs> And uh, this week's A-League team that we're going to be looking at is the much maligned Perth Glory. Yeah, and I'm proud to say I've been front and centre in the maligning. The maligning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, why don't you run us through, Nick, uh, the ins, the outs, what's happening? Well, actually, I did a bit of research for this show and yeah. for all my... Oh, let's not go crazy. <laughs> all my relentless mocking of uh, Perth Glory as being something of an A-League retirement home, they have got... Some intriguing talent. They do, don't they? But it's yeah. about whether that talent stays on the park the whole season. Yeah, they've got... Uh, some of their recruits, I think, could go either way. You know that. So let's run us through them. Who yeah. are the new faces? 
Well, let's on. start with the front line. Well, start with the front. Well, Liam Miller's one I'm really interested to see. Yeah? Yeah. Who's... He's got a fantastic pedigree. Yeah. Former Man United and Celtic player, wasn't he? Yeah. Yep, Man United, Sunderland, Leeds, for last me, couple of years. For me, it's it's Travis Dodd and Schmeltz playing together. Oh, well, that, you know, and whether yeah. Dodd yeah. comes whether off Dodd. the wing and plays up front, which he did in the the recent game. But Schmeltz is a proven goal scorer in the eighties. Like that's what he does. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, whilst the hype has been with you know the the Eastern States. Um, I think you're going to see uh, Perth give it a real go early until injuries hit, and also Brisbane roar, I think. And, of course, Nick uh, Sandrell Thank goes. You. They're always mm. in there. Yeah. <laughs> really, uh, Perth and Brisbane are yeah. going to be uh, sneaking around be and up interesting there. Interesting to see how they go with Strzokski and Smells yeah. up front. Yeah. I, I think maybe they should put a front three up with Strzokski, Smelts and Dodd. So well, what the about two wingers feeding the striker because mm. he's yeah, a great yeah, poacher. So play a 4 three, three. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, is that in Ferguson's repertoire? I'm, I'm not oh, so sure. Oh, well, mm. uh, Ferguson's repertoire that, is a different conversation. That's probably the only part of their roster that's not really all right is their coach. To so be I, I think mm. it's fair to say that Stajowski bombed a bit compared to what we are expecting. It was yep. uh, yeah. something of a frontline socceroo when he came back, or definitely uh, in there a lot of the time, and uh, he really didn't set the world on fire last night in the A-League. Uh, no, what can be done to counteract that? Mm. Not much, because I, I, I put it down to age. Age, yeah, yeah I, I think so. And this is fit. this is the issue that Perth are going to be facing. These these guys, I, I think you'll find names. he's not much older than Brett Emmett and Harry Kill. <laughs> yeah, well, um, yeah, yeah, some, enough said yeah, about that. Some of those guys, I think they're too old as well. They get to a certain age. Some guys have still got it. Like Travis Dodd has been very healthy for a guy of his age. Stajowski's just had a lot of soft tissue injuries. He has. I mean, last season he showed moments of brilliance. Mm. Like, he can do it. There's no denying it. But it is about that consistent sort of play and the consistent... And that expectations with these soccerers returning that they're, mm. they're on a different level to the A-League. And I think it's a difficult thing for them to... They don't have a lot of depth up forward. They may be... If they've got young kid Adam Taggart, who's out of their AIS. Yeah. But it's a big drop-off. What about the back line? I know they let... Uh, t- Todd go back to Oldham in England? Uh, who are the replacements there? <laughs> they got Vanderbrink. Vanderbrink. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about that, actually. Yeah. I think yeah. he's, a, he's a good one. And uh, Gold, he's a good Gold tweeter Coast, as well. He was uh, <laughs> so get on key it. to the Gold Coast defence last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Who else there's a young there? kid, uh, Josh Risden, mm-hmm. uh, that, that's been... been pa- playing in the practice games. Yeah, yeah. been playing okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping we see a bit from... Uh, who else have they got in the back line? Uh, Scott well, Neville at right back. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Dean, it's dependable. I think yeah. he's he's gets you a dependable They've moniker. Got, they recruited Dean Heffernan from the heart. Oh, yes. No more Heffernan. He's out the no, door. Guys, out. keep up with your gossip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's, he's gone. gone. Yeah, out yeah, the door. Yeah. Staying in China. Too young. Uh, yeah. 31. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Jamie Coyne's obviously a big hole they're going to have to fill. Mm. And uh, who's the young player? Chris, play- Chris Coyne? Uh, I think Chris Coyne's Who was the gone. young player that starred in the Under-17s World Cup? Macaroonis. Macaroonis. Jesse Macaroonis. Well, I haven't seen much of him. I haven't read much of him, rather, because uh, I'm not in Perth anymore. But um, I can only imagine he's going to get picked up. Surely. Oh, he's, he's on the books. But he, let's... Having seen his profile photo, let's say he hasn't got the most masculine haircut in the A-League. Right, excellent. So, guys, we have 11 clubs in the A-League. Where, where, what are we looking at at predictions here? I think uh, Brisbane are going to win again. No, we're talking about Perth at the moment, Paddy, but oh, I, I like right. your enthusiasm. As in, like, what you, place are mm-hmm. going to finish? What place? I think Perth are just going to be behind I think, Brisbane I think for Perth, the first six weeks, and then they're going to drop slowly I think Perth have down. one of the, we, will the they biggest make the top six? variants. I'm going to say sixth place behind the big five of... Mm. Melbourne, Sydney, Adelaide, Central Coast, Brisbane. 
Yeah, okay. I think I they th- could scrape in there just uh, on chance. I think anything could skulls. happen given the number of older players. If they stay healthy, they could be a real contender. If they have a lot of injuries, <laughs> they could they could really be bad. That, you're saying they should be investing the money in the medical room? Yep, yeah. big time. So I, I want to see Dago, Danny Vukovic uh, <laughs> score another goal as well. <laughs> That'll be cool. <laughs> and uh, so a place? Yeah, I reckon seventh or eighth. Too much has to go right seventh for me. Eighth. And so that leaves uh, me to, for my vested interest in the uh, Melbourne Heart to about sneak Vic- into the What six. about Victor Sikora? I know he was out for all last season. Is he still hanging around? He's been placed on the long-term injury list. They've actually got oh, a... Oh, yeah, they signed Andrezinho as uh, Brazilian, Brazilian, yeah. And I, I haven't seen much of that guy. He scored a couple of goals in South Africa, I believe. Yeah. But, um, mm. yeah. I'll tell you what, one thing's for certain. Perth Glory have been doing the, uh, doing the air miles. They spent some time in South Africa. I don't know why they mm. felt that... Were there, is there a connection? There might be a connection through um, the past coach. Now, uh, now how much of that is it... Is, is it of a disadvantage for Perth that they have to travel such big distances week in, week out for the I think it's a major disadvantage. You can see it in any uh, sporting contest that Perth's involved in. Certainly the AFL is a prime example of that. Um, teams really struggle to win uh, in, in travelling such distances. You, you look at the Perth, I think it's the second longest in uh, in football, Perth Glory, no, to yeah. um, Only compared to Russia, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there was Russia ones first. So, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a big issue. It but is at the same time, if they work it, clubs should struggle a, to go over there. Adva- they should be winning all their home games. They've, they've recently had some news on the stadium front, haven't they? Uh, no, I haven't heard it. Oh, is it, uh, is it NIB, they're staying there? Yeah, I've, there was a lot of speculation that... The, because the costs so high at NIB that they were actually going to move the uh, Percy's uh, home to the AAS hockey, right? Um, and they were there was talk that they were going to upgrade the hockey stadium to be a sort of more of a mid-sized venue for the glory. Yeah. But they've recently announced a ninety-five million dollar redevelopment of NIB Stadium that, among other things, will uh, help to address some of the glory's concerns with it. So what about bringing the fans back? I mean, I remember in the NSL era, the glory had the uh, envy of every other club in the league. They'd get 15,000 week in, week out. And I would have expected that come the A-League, when there's a professional competition for them to play in, that crowds would Yeah, there was that transition point between the NSL and the A-League that Perth really sort of let themselves down. And I think they lost momentum with their supporters. They did have the best supporter base. They had the shed. Uh, mm. And and it was look I was I was at those sort of games at the just at the point where uh, Perth was really a standout team in the NSL and the atmosphere was great and it was the atmosphere was bringing more and more people. So what's what's changed? Um, Two words for you: Sustain, no? sustained sucktitude. <laughs> I only understand one of those words. Let's uh, let's make it a bit clearer. So they just not good enough been in the for a while. Yeah, they well. Just, you think, football. I think the administration has been a bit rotten, and it's been uh, because Plus of that they haven't. They, yeah, they they didn't make that transition very well. They haven't kept up their players, and because of that, they're losing games. And then when was the last time Perth made the top four? Uh, it was a very long time ago. Oh, I can't even remember. Not yeah, yet. you're a Perth Glory fan. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, it's been Perth Glory in the A League has been uh, really a disappointment for me, considering the powerhouse they were mm. in the NSL. Um, let's talk about their coach just quickly. I mean, I know Ooh. they got rid of Did David, David Mitchell about halfway Nick through. Nick Jr. already uh, uh, dug the knife. Uh, and I thought that was a really positive move, getting rid of David Mitchell. Mm. He's never I really been a world leader. But then they, then they bring in uh, Ferguson from... Uh, so we're going to have to go. Next up, we've got uh, Pete Funnel with his uh, views on uh, local football here in Canberra, so I don't miss that. And uh, until then, if you go to the near post... Uh, get there first. Stop. Uh.
near post, get there first. The near post, get there first. Don't get there second, don't get there.